a weekly journey transcending across the sonic archipelago. This is Beats of No Nation. Beats of No Nation. Welcome to Beats of No Nation. We're joined today by Touch Sensitive. Hang on. How are you doing? Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about your writing process. I know you were just saying before that you're kind of in between studios at the moment. Man, my, yeah, I would love to get a place where I can just like have one room mm. and that's it. Like, that's all I need. If I live in the house as well, I don't care. I just, as long as I just have a room, it's like, that's where yeah. I go. Yeah, totally. I can do whatever I want in there. Yeah. Um, or get somewhere that's got like a garage or a granny flat or something and then go in there. That would yeah. be sick. But basically, man, I, I can't, I don't have a photo, but I've just got, I'm in a spare room in my parents' house. It's about like a bit less than half, or maybe like from the end of that brick yeah. across. And the, the cool thing is all of my records are oh, in this nice. room because I left, I've, I've just left them there. Yeah. And there's like a whole wall of like IKEA things that's full. And then next to that, I've just got uh, a chroma because it's got a flat top and I've just got my speakers on, on the chroma and then just my screen there and my sound card on, and that's all I've got. Like, Do you play and I've records got all my, or sample your records? Or? No, we've got, got, I've got a record player set up yeah. and um, I'm going to start. Yeah. Even if, you've, even if you're making a track and you're like, you just pull a record out and you just mix it in and I just say like, oh, that's kind of in the same key. Oh, that melody works over there. Oh, you just get, it's like, get ideas. Yeah. It's such a cool way to do it. And I used yeah. to do it all the time and I haven't done it for a long time. And I yeah. reckon it's time to, to go back, to get back mm. into it, I reckon. Because mm. you've got a crazy collection, don't you? Of like, records. Yeah. When did you start? In like 19, what is, I, my first bass teacher had a wall of yeah. records and he used to tape shit for me. Yeah. So like that's how I heard of like the Brothers Johnson and like mm. just, well, just ba- like bass music, funk and disco and stuff. Um, and then from there, I raided my dad's record collection, stole his record what player. What was he into? Uh, he had, oh man, everything, but not like not like deep funk. But he he's the, he gave me the whispers and he gave me like Stevie Wonder and Marvin Gaye and all that kind of stuff. But not like he wasn't deep into that stuff. But yeah. You know, that Pink Floyd, like all that kind of stuff that you would expect like mm. a parent to be into. But um, then I, yeah, then I found where the record stores were. And then when I discovered what, you know, that, that when I started going to clubs and hearing house music and realizing that they were disco samples, mm. then I became interested in collecting disco records. And that's at a time when you could go to, you know, like a, a not a cash converters, but like a second hand, like St. Vincent de Paul or whatever. Mm. And there would be disco records in the yeah they had, so there they was had, a time in australia where that hadn't been right man i used to, yeah, yeah ever yeah. since i started looking that's just <laughs> yeah no even like out west like yeah. Parramatta, liverpool yeah i used to go bankstown even I used to go to any of these shops and just find records yeah right you know someone that was into that stuff had yeah at one point their collection, walked yeah. in and gone here's all my just here's all my 12 inches mm. a dollar each or whatever mm. now they're not a dollar each 15 20 dollars each yeah at like um i guess people get them over from the states or something and then yeah sell them for yeah. a lot more like last time i was in the states i bought so many records it's still, yeah there's still good spots one dollars two dollars yeah. yeah yeah and i had this many that i was carting yeah. like Lots carrying around prelude western all that stuff yeah, all that stuff. yeah. yeah. and it, it stuff that i'd never heard before either that i had yeah. no idea what it was i'd like if i'd go through and be like oh that looks kind of interesting and i'd, I'd youtube 
YouTube yeah. it, check it out. Oh yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, when it's one or two dollars, if it's just the right record label, <laughs> it's almost man. Good to go. <laughs> even if there's a if there's a kick or a snare or some kind of interesting yeah. thing, then it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, cool.
Um, what was like like growing up in Sydney? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So were you playing music as a child or? Yeah. Um, I mean, my parents made me take piano lessons, and my dad was always like, "If you learn to play the piano, then you can play an instrument." Yeah. And it was right, but. At the time, being a teenager, I didn't, that's not what I wanted to hear. I, I wanted to play bass, so I sold my BMX bike and I bought a bass. And then, um, and then I remember there was a band, like there was a band, at my, and I played I played euphonium in the concert band at school. And there was a band, there was a bass player who I remember thinking was not very good. Um, and and I saw that group of people, and I thought, you know what, I can. I, I want to hang out with them. That's that's way cooler, mm. and it's a different thing to what I was into and who I was hanging out with. I think, yeah, I think my life would be very different if I hadn't gotten into music. Mm. Basically, I, st- I sold my BMX, and then I just everything changed. I yeah. just bought a bass, and everything changed. So you say bass is your main instrument then, or yeah. still, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I did. I didn't touch a keyboard for a long time until I got interested in. Actually, what was it? Were you playing keys in Vanshee? Yeah. yeah. I, the, I only the reason I got. That gig, or the reason I started doing that was because I had, I had keyboards. Yeah. Um, oh, so you were collecting. Well, since the time. well, what happened was because I got into records and buying records and and becoming interested in production and the sounds, I'd look at the credits and see, Prophet Five, yeah. Oberheim, Mini Moog, Lindrum, DMX, whatever. And then from that, I started getting interested in those machines because I wanted those sounds. Mm. Um, and back then. The only way you could really get those sounds was to actually have the machine or to have a sampler which had samples of those things but at that time I hadn't even yeah I wasn't really hip to sampling so I didn't know about that so my first real synthesizer was actually a Juno 60 yeah and I remember bringing it home and, and being like yeah this is the, this can make all the snoop sound all the sounds off the snoop record <laughs> did you play bass <laughs> on a snoop track is that true I, when he was in Australia I, I did a session for him yeah yeah nice. I don't know I'd actually I, I did like man like two hours three hours worth of, of stuff but I have no idea what happened to it or yeah, right. anything I just he just would bring loops up and be like what do you got for this what do you got for that so you were, he was in the studio he was in 301 in Sydney and um, yeah I got a call and it was Valentine's Day <laughs> as well and I remember calling my girlfriend at the time saying hey look I just got a call to go and do this thing I don't even I'm not sure if it's even <laughs> it's real but I'm just letting I'm just letting you know that our dinner plans are maybe not going to happen <laughs> and I went there and I rang the, I went to 301 and I rang the doorbell and I said oh hi I'm here for the snoop session and the lady was like oh yeah come in and then I, I walked in and all of his bodyguard like his bodyguard or two of them two like of the biggest humans you've ever seen and they were standing at the thing and they were like oh we really like your sunglasses and then I got to the top of the stairs and he was like laying over the over a couch um smoking yeah, and course, as I got yeah. to the top of the stairs he was like Michael <laughs> and then I went in and then I went in there and then um I met Nick Lorne he was in Australia and he was kind of engineering it kind of making sure everyone went smooth, everything went smoothly and then yeah it got to a couple of hours in and then um I said to Nick oh, actually um it's Valentine's Day I've I, I got to go and um yeah and then that was it I, they paid me in American dollars and that was it. But that's actually that um, Connie Mitchell from Sneaker Sound System. She's the one that, that okay, hooked that cool. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was in there singing for him and he and she uh, and he was okay. like, Oh, I need a baseball, let's get some bass and she was like, Oh I know, I know guy. a guy. Yeah. So that's how it happened. But yeah, it was it was cool. It was good. And the solo project's quite a new thing for you as a yeah, sense was it? Yeah, I mean I there it was it was kind of, you know, I did one thing like ages ago and it was kind of bubbling away. Oh, yeah, Body Stop on Future Classic. Yeah. yeah. And then and then um, the track with Anna Luna 
they put out and then mm. from that they were, they were like let's do you should do another one and then I did that and then it kind of came time for me to yeah yeah kind of move on so that's what I did which was scary yeah you know, when, yeah. You ha- when you're hanging around with the same dudes for 10 years you know you travel the world you're like it's like I had three girlfriends <laughs> um, yeah. and then you know slow you know Tomic left and then then um, yeah then I decided I was going to mm. do my own thing and Nick and Matt went on for a little bit longer and then, then, then now they're both doing their own stuff yeah. yeah but you know everyone's still friends yeah of course um, so touch sensitive I guess w- what was inspiring that whole project was there a lot of stuff you were listening to like Boogie um, Telio um, yeah I, and, I, and I still struggle with it man because I I, I don't like I make things I do things and then I think you know is that even what I want to do is that what this project is mm. I don't know I think it's it's well, it doesn't have to be I guess yeah I mean it can be it, it can, can be, be anything yeah, yeah. Um, but you know the last I mean the last thing that I did that was on a it was on like a sampler is like a slow instrumental borderline library music kind of thing so I think mm. it's a bit kind of anti you know, a song, pop song. Whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to be pigeonholed <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, really so I'll just make some stuff that no one cares about. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's have a listen to um, your first release you put out on Future Classic a little while back now. This one's called Body Stop. Thank you. 
Yeah, and so you just got back from America recently. Mm -hmm. um, how are you finding performing in the States? Good Man, response? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Um, this time was probably the... This time, I've, I mean, I've been there three or four... Actually, I couldn't even... Yeah, by myself, like maybe three times um, in the last two years, like mm. two shows. And I think this time, it kind of was like... It was good. Yeah. yeah. It was like, like I could see it was gotten a bit better. Building and yeah. yeah. People seem to really know their music over there, I find, so really get into it. Yeah, um, when you're just listening to the radio there, it's like every kid knows who James Brown is. No, you know, you ask a 10-year-old here who James Brown is, they wouldn't, have, they wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, I think they got more option on what they're listening to. Like, um, radio is quite diverse over there, and they're not the only source of music either. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's different, yeah. It's just so, you know, so many more people. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool, so uh, you're continuing to release music? What's mm -hmm. coming up? I've got, I've got, a, got a few... What you almost, can tell us almost, I've got a few so. almost finished things. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I just got back from a writing camp... Uh, like a future classic Red Bull writing camp in New York. Where you did that slow jam? Yeah, I made, made a track yep. with, um, with a dude called IO and Charlie Murdoch, Charles Murdoch, um, which I think maybe is going to be out soon, maybe. Yeah. Um, as the three of us, which will be cool. Who, so is, um, who is IO? IO, yeah. yeah. He, um, he was some dude that Chad um, was introduced to and he came along to the session and he was awesome yeah like, he was really really cool um and it was you know we walked it was a blind date because i'd i'd never obviously i know charts but i've never worked with him before mm. neither of us had met io so we just went into this room and we're like okay let's make a track and by the end of the session we had dinner that night and i think we started at maybe yeah like 12 or something um and we got to dinner and after dinner we were like, yeah, let's go back and finish it. And we went back in and pretty much finished the song. And then within the next couple of days, we just made a couple of tweaks and then we mm. all agreed that that was it and it was done and that's it. Nice. And that's a, that's a, I mean, I think that's one of the beautiful things about collaborating is that you have these other people to, you know, to help mm. make decisions. I feel like when I'm by myself, you, I, I go around in circles a lot. And kind of second guess. Second guess. And, and yeah, man, yeah. I've got one song in particular um, that I've done with this, this other American dude called Gordon Voidwell, who I love, who is amazing. And this his, this vocal that he's done is in, is impeccable. Is he that kind of funk dude? Kind of, well, yeah. What's his recording name? Gordon, Gordon Voidwell. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is, yeah, like I love this track. I think it's really special, but it's it's seriously up to like its 50th oh, but yeah, really incarnation. Yeah. <laughs> And I think these days, because you can do everything on a computer, you know, you can record it, you can, mm. you can play, you can play everything, you can mix it, you can master it, you can do all that shit. So there's this like, I feel like there's a pressure on people to do everything themselves and mm. to have it all done by yourself. But 
you know, the best, some of the best songs in history weren't made by one person, they were made by four. Yeah. Or however many. Or on four you know, tracks. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, exa- yeah exactly, exactly. So, um, so I think it was a, like, it was a good lesson for me to, it was like, it was good to mm. kind of work with some other people and be like, you know what? Actually, there's nothing wrong with, with working with other people and, mm. and finishing stuff. Mm. Just fucking do it. Is that how a song usually comes for you? Like quite quickly or? Um, the idea, the initial ideas always come in a matter of like minutes mm. and I can put it down and it's there. Like I can do the sections or whatever. It's all done. Yeah. Basics done. And then from there the to, little the, to the end. Inside. And I think uh, it's hard to find this balance between overcooking it, overcomplicating it, but also it feeling empty. Mm. Like for example, if I, if, if I feel like something's a little bit boring, what I need to do instead of just adding more shit on it to make it more exciting, I, I, should, need, I should just scrap it because if the initial idea isn't interesting and isn't good enough just by itself, then no matter how much stuff you throw on top of it to make it interesting, it's still not gonna be good. You know? mm. um, so that's my main thing lately is like, you know, restricting things to like drums, bass, just kind of not having a thousand things in the same register at the same time to make it exciting because the idea is, is lacking. So that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, totally. Cool. But I mean, that's not rocket science. This is obvious stuff. <laughs> but, but when Getting you that foundation but, you know, down. But, but you know, yeah. but when you when you it's sometimes you just have to you like that one that track I was talking about before that has been through so many versions. I the other day I sat down, I was like, there's something still not right, there's something not right. So I muted I muted the percussion I muted a whole bunch of stuff and then all of a sudden it just like opened up and there was all this space and I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so let's have a listen now to um, Gordon Vodewell, the guy you said you're collaborating on the track with soon. This one's an original by him. It's called Fixed. Thank you. 
And what what gear are you using? Are you still quite analog or a um, mix between the two? I have, I have, um, <clears throat> I have moments of, you know, loving, thinking the soft synths are amazing, mm. and then, then you know, the next day I'll think that they're shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I just got my memory moved back from being serviced, and that's like. My fa- one of my favorite things yeah that and the chroma the Rhodes chroma yeah I really really like that um, mainly because it's like you know what actually I've only, I used it on one track the last thing the what thing I was telling you about the boring one um, <laughs> <laughs> I used it on that and I think the computer's cool for things that are like like you know the the UVI have you seen that UVI stuff no I haven't actually it's interesting because like I'm not I don't really want to go and buy a, you know an ESQ1 I've got a NM1 and I've got a D50 but I can't like and I've got a DX7 but I can't have them all oh, set so it's up. like digital it's, well it's like sample libraries of all that stuff but the, yeah. the user interface is really good and it's it's like it's it's good enough yeah you know? it's good enough so are you yeah so I've been getting into that a little bit because you know it's in the ballpark and it's refer- it's referential like the sounds are referential enough to to do what I want to do without having all of my stuff you know plugged in and set up because I just don't have the space for it at the moment so once I do have a studio back together again properly I will have yeah. everything set up and have everything patched I guess you're quite busy with touring at the moment so you're yes. doing a hot chip tour soon yes soon yeah yep. um, what else is on the cards uh, that like and just a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, actually, I'm going to Fiji on Wednesday. Nice. For the What's going on there? Our festival. Yep. Um, and then what's after that? New Year's Eve. And, yeah, just other. Yeah, busy, stuff busy time. Around, yeah. yeah. Nice. So time of year, and then I think yeah, February. I kind of kind of all slows down a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just really, I just really need to to finish something. <laughs> Put it out. I'm going crazy. But you know, feel it's these days. Unless you know, you actually press a record or whatever. It's it does feel nice when you have that sense of completion when something goes onto the internet. Mm. You know, that's that's when it's finished. Mm. It's finished when it's on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Which can be quite quick these days. Yeah, well, it can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, you look like an idiot if you put something up on your SoundCloud and then you pull it down and it's an, and you know and then you put it back up again and it's another revision. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. You can't do that. Yeah, it's, although it's maybe, fine. You, maybe you can. I don't know. Just call it a work in progress. I don't know. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for joining us today. No worries. Really thanks appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, now here's a remix of Touch Sensitive's Pizza Guy by Fantastic Man. <laughs> 